On this week's episode of A Dryer Dose of Disney, Jared shares with us his rope drop strategy for Universal Studios Hollywood. Welcome to another episode of A Dryer Dose of Disney. I'm your host, Jared Dreyer, and today we are wrapping up our series on Rope Drop, and we are at Universal Hollywood, and we are going to be closing out this series of eight videos where we have covered Rope Drop from all of the parks in Orlando, including Universal, and then we came over, we did Disneyland and California Adventure last week, and now we're finishing up with Universal Hollywood. And let me tell you, this is an easy park. This is out of all of the parks out there. This is the smallest park. This is the one that you can get through the quickest, and you're going to have the most time in your day. So before we even dive into this, I will say don't sweat it. You can rope drop this almost any way that you want, and you will still be able to finish this park. But what we're going to do is we're going to give you tips and tricks to avoid the crowds and to get through the lines the quickest and to get on with your day. That way you can enjoy some of the shows over at Universal Hollywood, or you can get out into City Walk or eat at some of the restaurants and enjoy that piece of it as well, because that's really fun. They've got great food out there at City Walk. And in fact, in our next series, so now that we're done with Rope Drop after today, we're going to be covering eating at the park. So all the restaurants and the best foods to have, and we are going to start in Anaheim. So our next episode is going to be the Disneyland episode, and we're going to have some special guests talking about that, and it's going to be a great time. So we're, again, going to go through all the parks. We're going to go through downtown Disney here in Anaheim, as well as then we'll hop over to Orlando. We will go through all the parks there and Disney Springs and a City Walk out there because we will treat City Walk a little bit different than the Universal parks out there. And we're going to talk to you about the best things to eat. So you definitely want to click subscribe wherever you're listening to us. So if that's in a podcast format or over on YouTube, if you're watching our video, please click subscribe. So that way you're aware of when our videos and our podcast drop every Tuesday. And then again, we always ask if you got a tip or trick that helped save you some time or save you some money. You can support us over at Patreon, and by being a subscriber there, you're going to get early access to our Butterbeer episode or how to go to Disney for almost free episode, and we've got some other perks there as well, but you can also even just say, hey, I'm going to support them, throw a couple dollars their way, and not become a subscriber, so you're able to do that as well, but that'll keep this podcast going, and we definitely appreciate all of our supporters out there, so thank you very much. So we like to disclose at the beginning of our rope drop episodes that there is more than one way to do rope drop. So whatever you're going to the parks for, if there's a particular ride you want to ride, go do that first. By all means, go enjoy yourself over there. We're just here to give you some tips and tricks and tell you how to avoid the crowds and how to make it a little bit quicker. And we're going to give you some insight into the parks, especially today, because at Universal Hollywood, in fact, the lower lot doesn't always open first thing in the morning. So we're going to tell you where to start out your day and how to avoid the lines there. But again, like we said, if you have a kid who's a big fan of a certain uh, ride or a certain cartoon or a certain, by all means, please go do that. Make sure you hit that multiple times so that they get uh, to enjoy their day as well. But our tips and trick are so that you can see the entire park and do everything there within one day, which again, this park is very easy to do. So don't sweat it at all. So diving right into it, when you arrive at Universal Hollywood, you're going to park in a garage. You're going to have to walk through City Walk, go through security, and then you're going to be over by the front gates. Uh, there have been a few times that you can get in through the front gates, and then you'll be able to get into at least the big Universal store, and they'll have the streets roped off from there. So wherever rope drop happens, 
Uh, you definitely want to get there early. You want to be prepared uh, for when that park opens. Typically, we arrive at least 15 to 30 minutes before the park's going to open. Here at Universal, just because you have to walk through City Walk, we do say give yourself a little more time. Plus, being in the middle of Hollywood, you have to usually drive there if you're staying down in Anaheim. And traffic can be chaotic, and you never know what traffic you're going to get. So we definitely say leave early so that you can get there for rope drop and to ensure that you're going to uh, have the best experience in your day. But once rope drop happens, uh, we go straight over towards Hogsmeade and towards Hogwarts, the Harry Potter land, and we want to make sure that we are getting those rides done first. Strangely, I have been to Universal Studios Hollywood probably at least a dozen times, and it feels like some parts of the park are empty. There is nobody there, especially in the lower lot, and we're going to talk about that here in a moment. But what's weird about it is the Hogsmeade area gets insanely busy, very similar to Orlando, to the point where it can be shoulder-to-shoulder people. You're trying to work your way through the crowd, and it just gets chaotic there. So our goal is to get that part of the park done first thing in the day and get out of there so that way we can go enjoy the other rides and the other areas of the park. And then by all means, at the end of the day, if we want to come back in and do uh, the rides there again or enjoy another butterbeer or go to the three broomsticks, we will do that as well. We always start our day there. We go right for Harry Potter's Forbidden Journey, which is in the Hogwarts Castle. This is a great ride. If you get motion sickness, do tune into our motion sickness episode because you will get motion sickness on this ride. But it's a fun ride. It takes you through the journey of Harry Potter. It takes you through a lot of the different elements there. It is a little more intense of a ride. So if you have little kids, I do want to recommend that you may want to pull them into the child swap room instead of putting them on this ride. Uh, you are going to see giant spiders. You're going to see the Dementors. You're going to see a dragon. Uh, there's all kinds of things like that on this ride. But it's a really fun ride. Now, when you go there, they typically have single rider option open for you as well. But if you're there at rope drop first thing in the day, the wait's probably only going to be about five or 10 minutes anyways. So either way you want to go, you can go through the general queue or through single rider. You're going to get up to the front very quickly and do that ride. When you come off, we recommend immediately go to Flight of the Hippogriff, which is right across from it. That is a small scale roller coaster. As I said in my other Universal Orlando episode, sometimes we do it, sometimes we skip it. It is a smaller ride, so we don't feel like we're missing a whole lot if we decide not to do it. But it's right there, and if it's first thing in the morning, the wait's probably only five or ten minutes. Uh, so go ahead and knock that out. We always grab a butterbeer at that point. Uh, butterbeer is the best drink of all the parks, so definitely you're going to want to get a couple of those. But we always get the frozen butterbeer, and then we leave the Harry Potter land, and we get out of there, and we head over towards the Studio Backlot Tour. The Studio Backlot Tour is probably the best ride in all of Universal Hollywood, and it's my favorite ride because they cover so much in this single ride. Uh, the ride is a lengthy ride. I believe it's close to about 40 minutes, so we do recommend hit a restroom before you go down there. But if you go down there first thing in the morning, after you've done the two Harry Potter rides, usually your wait's only going to be about 10 minutes, and you're going to be able to get on one of the trams and get out there and see the back. The back lot always is changing because they are always filming back there. So you're never going to get the same experience, but they are going to take you through Fast and Furious and the Kong 4D, and they're going to take you through some of those elements. You're going to see the old Jaws stuff, which is my favorite, as you can see from my shirt here. I love Jaws, one of my all-time favorite movies. And uh, just quick on that, I'll say it's because it's the only movie I know of where the music is the villain for the first half of the movie. So cool thing to think about when you go watch that next time. But you get to see the Jaws stuff. You get to get, do all the back lot stuff. 
they keep adding to it all the time. As a matter of fact, I just heard that the new uh, movie by Jordan Peele, Nope, had stuff back there as well now, and they're using that as part of their Halloween Horror Nights. So there's a lot of cool things to see back there. Once you're done with that ride, we do recommend, as you come back up the escalators, skip the Simpsons area and go straight for the lower lot. The lower lot on most days does not open until usually one hour and sometimes two hours after the park opens. But by this point in the day, because you did the studio lot tour and that took so much time and you've already done Harry Potter land, the lower lot should be opening up or already open at this point in time. And you want to go down. There are three rides down there. There's the Mummy the Transformers, and then Jurassic World uh, ride, which is a little bit different now than the Jurassic Park water ride it was before. And you're going to want to go down there and knock those out. We do typically use single rider when we go down there. Uh, We'll run into the mummy because it's the closest to the escalators and we'll knock that one out real quick. And then we usually do Transformers and we finish up with uh, Jurassic World. And the reason we like to do it in that order is in case we do get a little bit wet when we come off Jurassic World, We've got that long escalator ride back up. You're usually going to be in the sun. You're going to dry off a little bit versus if you did it the other way, you're going to walk from Jurassic World into one of the other two rides and you're going to go right into the AC and you're going to get pretty cold. We recommend usually Mummy, then Transformers, Jurassic World, single rider, all of them. And you're going to get through those lines really quick. Or there's times that we go down there and the queue's only five or 10 minutes anyways, because like I said, this park is usually empty with the exception of the Harry Potter lands. Go knock out those rides. There is a decent restaurant next to Jurassic Park, and there's also a Panda Express down there, which we enjoy as well. So grab some food, come on back up, and when you get back to the top, now is the perfect time to do the Simpsons ride if you want to do that one. That one can cause a little motion sickness as well, and the load unload times are very slow on this. So if there is a long wait, then we will say skip this one and come back to it later because typically you can get in there with a 15-minute wait or less, and you're going to be able to get on pretty quickly. Once you're done with the Simpsons ride, there is a ton of food in that area. There are food trucks around the Simpsons land. There's the Big Pink. There's a lot of other good things to eat there. So we say definitely check all that out, get some food. But then usually we will head over at that point and do the Minions ride. We will do the Secret Life of Pets, which is a newer ride, and we did that on our last trip out there. And then we will do uh, Shrek 4D, which is a 4D movie theater show. And once you knock out those, you're pretty much done with the park. Now, over by the Minions area, there is a little kids area that has some smaller rides if you have some little kids. So we definitely encourage you to check that out if you do have littles and let them go play and ride around in there as well. And there's also sometimes some games. So that's always a fun way to spend a little bit of time and a few bucks to see if you can't win at the games a chance there. Once you're done with all the rides, and we do encourage you, do complete all the rides before you start really looking at the show. There are some good shows. So there's the special effects show. There's the animal actor show. Check those out. They usually run in the afternoon. You can look at the show schedule when you get into the park. And they're a good time as well and a good way to get out of the heat and to relax a little bit. And then by all means, they usually have some kind of Blues Brothers musical review or Beetlejuice out in the park. And those are always fun to go interact and experience with those as well. But Universal Hollywood is the smallest park out of all the theme parks that are in Anaheim or or in Orlando. So this one is much smaller. It's got the fewest number of rides, and it's the quickest to get through. So if you've got extra time, we encourage you to go back and shop. Go hit rides a second. Go experience different things. Go try different foods and really just get the most out of Universal Hollywood. 
If for some reason you're done and your day is still early, you can always go through CityWalk. There's a few stores that we absolutely love there that we make sure we hit every single time, as well as you've got even more food at CityWalk. And uh, those foods are very enjoyable as well. So you can go experience that. So that is it. This is a short episode. Uh, The Universal Hollywood is an easy park to do. You're going to get through it without any problem in one day. If you do have Littles with you, we encourage you to go listen to our Child Swap episode, mainly because Universal does it better than Disney, and this is a great park to use the Child Swap at, as well as you'll want to listen to our Single Rider episode because we do talk about all the Single Rider lines down at Universal Hollywood and how to avoid crowds using those, which we actually just talked through quite a bit as well here. So we hope your next vacation is a magical one. Please click subscribe. Join us for our food series, which honestly is why we did this podcast. We wanted to talk about the food at the Disney parks and the Universal parks and the best places to eat. And we're going into that next. So we're really excited about that. We are finally getting to the episodes we've been dying to do, but we wanted to get a lot of this basic information out there to the public because this is where a lot of the questions come. And we wanted to make sure we are answering your questions and providing you value before we started talking about food. We'll talk to you next time. Have a great week. Bye-bye.